What's up, walkers? Welcome back to the Skywalk. Uh, I don't usually introduce episodes this way, but I need to let you know a couple of things before we dig into Lando's Randos Volume 3. If you don't know what Lando's Randos is, you're about to find out. But I just want to mention that this whole episode is dedicated to my cousin Nick and his newly wife, Ashley. Now, in this podcast, we often talk about uh, visual fidelity and aesthetics and how those play an, a more important role in the Star Wars universe than they do with most movies and franchises. Now, Nick and Ashley really fit the bill on this one. I mean, talk about a beautiful couple. Uh, for starters, I mean, beautiful eyes, meticulous hair, perfect skin, radiant smile, and that's just Nick. But seriously, uh, I got to see my family, my mom's side of the family, uh, a few weeks ago in Pennsylvania, where most of them live, and we had a wonderful time. Uh, I don't get to see them nearly enough, and I hope that all of you guys are listening to this episode, uh, because this one goes out to you, and uh, some of these specific randos are dedicated to specific family members for various reasons, as you're about to hear. Uh, but I want to wish Nick and Ashley all the best in their life together. Uh, may the force be with you in all of your married life. And uh, without a doubt, within the next week or so, uh, you'll get another episode of The Skywalk uh, addressing some of the recent news about the confirmation of an Obi-Wan anthology film in the works, uh, as well as some interesting nuggets about George Lucas and his continuing relationship with Lucasfilm and Kathleen Kennedy. But in the meantime, enjoy Lando's Randos. We're going to kick off Lando's Randos with a joke. Lando's Randos. Knock, knock. Who's there? Dagobah. Dagobah who? Dagobah none, the best Star Wars podcast on the internet. <laughs> okay. Um, yep. Welcome back to the Skywalk. This is Brett. This is Jeff. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk. Today we're coming at you with another episode of Lando's Randos. Yes, this is Lando's Randos Volume 3. Lando's Randos is a random assembly of Star Wars observations, speculation, tips, jokes, impressions, facts, ideas, nerf herdings, and move milkings. The whole shebang. The whole shebang. Random Star Wars nuggets. Here goes nothing. Today's randos all kind of fit one theme very loosely, which is family. Because in the most recent uh, footage released from The Last Jedi, the behind-the-scenes footage that Jeffrey refuses to watch, and that's why Jeffrey refused to even listen to our last episode... Um, Carrie Fisher says, and this is not in the movie, Jeff. This is just her, like, behind behind the scenes. Okay. Says something like, it's all about family. Of course, she said it. It's all about family. It's about family. And uh, Which could be, that could be taken many different ways. So speaking of family, <laughs> I visited family this weekend, Jeffrey. Nice. And this episode, okay. I'd like to dedicate to our families, Jeff. So for most randos, for some randos... They're going to be de dedicated to a specific family member. Okay. For example, first rando, dedicated to my, my, my OG cousin, Dwayne. Dwayne. Dwayne and I, over the weekend, spoke about how we agree that J.J. Abrams is probably too cool to make a Star Wars movie. And the thing is, so uh, what Ooh, has me excited about The Last Jedi, yeah, Ryan Johnson is an uber nerd, okay? <laughs> so you could tell, like, he was diving into Star Wars canon, probably reading Expanded Universe. J.J. was like, how do I make a slick movie? And as my cousin Dwayne put it, he really essentially commercialized Star Wars or re-commercialized Star so Wars. So basically what you're saying is J.J. is a little too close to pop culture. Yeah. 
Yeah, pretty much. Pretty right. much. You need you need somebody to geek out, dive into the to the full on <laughs> Star Wars legend, Star Wars uber canon, nerd, uber nerd like Ryan Johnson. So that's why this, the future is looking bright. Hello, what have we here? Next rando. This one's for my cousin Lucas. Love this kid. Uh, and because his name is Lucas, this one is George Lucas related. Uh, Jeff, as you know, Lawrence Kasdan is the man who wrote Empire Strikes Back. Yes. The best Star Wars movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Across the board on our rankings with you and Allie and I, we all agree. All time. Empire Strikes Back. Lawrence Kasdan wrote that, not George Lucas. George Lucas definitely was the one who came up with the story and decided what was going to happen. But he then he gave it to Lawrence Kasdan and he said, you know what? Make these sound like words that would actually come out of a human being's mouth. Right? Uh, then Lawrence Kasdan was hired again to work on The Force Awakens, which is no doubt why Han Solo feels like Han Solo, the Han Solo of old in The Force Awakens. So my daydream question, Jeff, what if Lawrence Kasdan wrote the prequels? How much better would they have been? Oh, I I mean, there's no question. I think that there's plenty of people who fit into the bucket of if that person had written the prequels. Well, yeah, but Lawrence Kasdan has done it with Star Wars. And the most Star Wars-y Star Wars was written by Lawrence Kasdan. And the most Star Wars-y modern-day Star Wars, meaning after the original trilogy, was written by Lawrence Kasdan. Next rando. All right, go ahead. I don't know if you saw this movie, Jeff, but uh, but I have a question. What could Star Wars learn from Valerian? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. (laughs) Correct answer, Jeff. I like that. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Please get that sound effect. Garbage. Yeah, I'm not even going to say anything else about it. But if you can make someone who loves Star Wars, mm-hmm. who loves being transported to a science fiction universe with fantastic creatures and planets and ships, hate a movie <laughs> featuring all of those things, right. you've done something wrong. Next rando. Okay. This one's for my cousin Nolan. Hmm. Nolan, who rolled up in a wedding this past weekend to the Imperial March. <gasps> Shout out to Nolan. Shout out. All right. Nolan's Nolan's rando is related to Christopher Nolan. And the question is, what can Star Wars learn from Dunkirk? Did you see Dunkirk, Jeff? Yes, I did. One of the worst things that I think we haven't, haven't even talked about on this podcast about The Force Awakens is the TIE Fighters. The TIE Fighters are horrible. The TIE Fighters <laughs> zip around... For like two seconds. Like flies. No, but they're so like agile. Like nothing feels real about them at all. Because they're so advanced. They're so advanced and zippy, like some, somehow, okay? <laughs> but it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make anything better. It just makes it sleek. Like we just said, J.J. Abrams made it too sleek. Well, here's the thing. It's supposed to be that the pilot is good, and that's why the TIE fighter is useful. Exactly. And that's exactly what you get from Dunkirk. The most One of the things that stood out to me so much after seeing Dunkirk, I love it's It's a great movie, but it's an experience that you just have to... You just have to experience that. You have to go into a, a, an IMAX theater, something with a huge screen and loud sound. But especially the scenes in the cockpit of the planes. Dude. Because what it does okay, is so you, hear, you hear the rattling. You hear things clanking around in yep. there. And you feel, you see how difficult it is, the visibility from that cockpit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how you can't see around you. So if the plane in front of you, if you're following a dude who makes some maneuver, it's really hard to follow him. Exactly. Right? When they were showing the guy aiming, mm-hmm. and so he, calls, he calls out to say, okay, on at the count of three, I want you to bank right because that's going to force the other plane to move into the direction yep. where I can shoot him. Yep. And even that, it's like even when it's point blank range, they could still miss because of so many factors. Right. 
that's what's missing, that kind of tactile. Even if you're completely lined up, mm-hmm. you could still mess up. Which is weird, which is the conundrum of The Force Awakens, because on the one hand, J.J. Abrams said, you know, we want to go back to practical effects. We want things to feel real and intense and tactile. And they did that with some things because they had a lot of real sets. Yeah. They had a lot of real animatronics and Just not in space. But the space stuff... Yeah. No, felt like an episode of Rebels. Next rando. This is a this is a rhetorical question. This is a hypothetical question, Jeff. Okay. You don't have to answer it, but if you have thoughts, by all means. Going into Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last Jedi. I like to say Episode Eight. Makes me feel good. Oh, uh, what? Where's Chewie at mentally? Because now, just think about what just happened. You know, yeah. Han died on his watch. Maybe he feels a little bit of guilt. I don't know. Like, oh, I should have been able to do something. Mm-hmm. And and if he feels that way, like, how is Leia feeling, right? Because now Leia, she sent Han off to do this. She sent Han off, and he knew he couldn't come back unless he confronted his son to try to get him back. And because of that, he died. So... Just something to think about. Where are they at mentally? Are they like totally broken? Because I'd really like to explore that with Chewie. Chewie needs some comfort. I, I would. Uh, so here's the thing. He's um, just petting porgs on the yeah. island. You know, like therapy dogs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so here's the thing with Chewie. Um, I feel like for one, they don't they don't really let on how yep. old and wise he is. Yeah. And that's the thing. So he's you know he's lived through the Clone Wars. So. Oh yeah. You know, he's really up there. Don't forget that. So, I mean, yeah, he does have a life debt mm-hmm. with Han Solo. But, see, my question is, what's up with that? Yeah. What's up with the life debt? It's is, over. Is, is the life debt over? Yeah. Is Chewie just a free free dog? Is the life debt transferable? <laughs> does it transfer, right? Does it transfer who, to whoever owns the Millennium Falcon? Who does it transfer to? Maybe is Ray now? Hey, Jeff, I want to point something is out. It, is, it, is it co-signed with the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, is it more attached to the ship than the person? That's what I'm saying. Is he on the Falcon life debt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That could be. You never know. I, don't know. I almost just spoiled something just now, Jeff. Right, don't, so I was going to point don't, out don't something do that I seen no, from the trailer. No, no. <laughs> don't mess me up, man. Come on. I didn't tell you where they show Chewie. No, no, okay, no. All right, just, all right. I don't want to. Just okay. move on. Just Next, Rando. Speaking of the Millennium Falcon, Jeff, did you know Lando is a wine? Yeah, you kind of threw me for a loop on that one. What, <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Just talking about Willis. It's a type of wine, like Chardonnay, Cabernet oh, Sauvignon. Yeah, Lando. We went to a so wine. You're telling me a Lando is like Pinot Noir. Yes, yes. Pinot Grigio. Now, but it's, it's got a T at the end, just like Pinot. Oh, okay. You got me. All right. All right. Yeah, we went to this beautiful winery in Rhode Island a couple months ago. Shout out. Oh, it was wonderful, and they had this thing like Lando. I'm like, well, heck yeah, I'm having the Lando. <laughs> so how was it? Uh, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Wine is not Did, really my bag. Didn't have a good finish, huh? Mm, it might have. It Did you swirl it around? <laughs> I could have, <laughs> but it only would have been to rinse. <laughs> uh, so I got a quiz for you, Jeff. Right, in, light of, in light of this revelation that Lando, L-A-N-D-O-T, is a wine, mm-hmm. what's the best word and, or what's the best thing <clears throat> ending in O-T? Is it A, Merlot, the wine? Mm-hmm. Is it B, Godot? Because that's how you say Gal Gadot. Okay, uh, that's a definite no. Wonder so Woman? moving on. Are you kidding? Uh, <laughs> C, is it Lando the wine? Or D, is it Lando the man? Not a system. I'm going with Lando the man. That's a good, that's a good choice, yeah. Jeff. 
I'm going to say the system. I'm going to take option E, which is both B and D. What take chances? Next rando. <laughs> right. This one's for Middle Frank. This is my my actual cousin. Uh, the next one will be his son. But right. this is Middle Frank because there's a lot Frank. of Franks in the family. I so we had to come up with a naming convention. <laughs> All right. Middle no, Frank. Frankie. Now, this is good because Frank keeps things real. Okay. Frank is honest and direct. Straight shooter. Huh? So here's here's my rando dedicated to Frank. Uh, do the so, so we know that these new Star Wars movies have made a crap ton of money, mm-hmm. right? We're talking a billion dollars, over a billion for The Force Awakens. I think Rogue One came pretty close. I don't know where that one landed. Right. Uh, but after the fact, Jeff, do they evaluate these movies honestly, regardless of the money that they make? Now, because a lot of people, a lot of the more cynical people will say, well, they don't care. They made a billion dollars. So if they can keep cranking out movies that make a billion dollars, that's all they're going to do. They don't care if they're good or not. <laughs> but I want to know, like, is that really how they feel about it? Uh, for example, though, so and, and there and there's precedent for this, right? I give you a couple examples. Mike Lombardi, he's a, he's a sports analyst. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tweeted. I know where this is going. He was talking about the Celtics, right? Yeah. They had a, uh, what would be considered a successful season. How much was that number one seed really worth? Right. Right. He said Celtics have to honestly evaluate their 53 wins. In other words, yeah, you did great. But you know what? Are you going to win a championship? Another example. This is a more applicable example. Uh, After the tremendous success of Wonder Woman, Mm -hmm. Jeff Johns, big honcho at DC Comics. He was like he's one of the most legendary DC Comics writers. Big time. uh, And he's now running, you know, this whole storyline for the DC Cinematic Universe after the success of Wonder Woman said, we think we can do better. Of course. So that's what I want to know, Kathleen Kennedy. Are you happy with a billion dollars, but people who aren't maybe rewatching these movies like they would? Because we've, as we pointed out on this podcast many times, Jeffrey, the reason Star Wars has the lasting power it does is because of its least financially successful movie, Empire Strikes Back. I mean, look, dude, they survived the prequels. Okay. <laughs> Why? Because of the Empire Strikes Back. Next rando. This one's from Middle Frank. Okay. No, no, wait. We just did that This one. is Little Frank. Little Frank. <laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. Little Frank, by the way, is about 6'5". Okay. <laughs> and that's why we call him Little Frank. Of course. And this one's for him because I know he has an appreciation of the Clone Wars animated series. Which I just watched the entire season the six. Whole f- oh, In yeah. like two days. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it got trippy, man, with Yoda. Um, here's what I predict, Jeff. In line with your your classic predictions. We're going to revisit one of those, by the way. All right, all uh, right. My prediction is that there will be an Ahsoka Tano reference in The Last Jedi. Now, is this your prediction or Little Frank's prediction? No, this is my prediction. All right. But it goes out to Little Frank. Okay. Shout out. Uh, yeah, yeah, shout out to Little Frank. Uh, Ahsoka Tano will be referenced in The Last Jedi. That's my prediction. I can't quite guarantee it the way Jeff does with his predictions. Yeah, see? Uh, okay, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, wait, wait. So let me just explain. I'm talking a verbal reference only. Okay, yeah. That was I'm not my saying next. you're going to see her. <laughs> you just read my mind. I'm not saying she's Snoke. <laughs> uh, here's my next rando from Here the Never Gonna Happen file. Mm-hmm. Rebels as a cinematic spinoff of the Star Wars cinematic universe. Right? So what you have, uh, right now we have the saga films, episodes one through however many they do. Okay. Uh, you have the anthology movies like Rogue One and the upcoming Han Solo movie. True. Why not? Why not rebels? Why not get the, a live as an action anthology re- or? Um, I don't know. Maybe as you do a it. Maybe you start it off as an anthology film, 
And then if it does well, you got a series. It's it's the Star Wars equivalent of Guardians of the Galaxy. They can be offbeat. It doesn't need to be as weighty. For all the people who think Star Wars is not about the Jedi, Ellie, um, they'll like Police. it. Although they do have Jedi. What am I talking about? Yeah. 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 Well, Ezra's going to die. There's two of them, We man. all know Ezra's going to die. <laughs> Kanan? Kanan. Kanan's dead, too. He's, di- he's done. Yeah, like where else would he be? He's Snoke. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Next rando. This one is for. No, it's Ezra. This one's for my brother from another mother, Jesse Leroy Hemphill III, who is not... Love that name. Technically family. <laughs> but he feels like family, and I got to see him for the first time in a long time this past weekend. All right. It's all about uh, the reunion. This one's for Jesse. Jesse, here's what I think. I think Luke's force usage in The Last Jedi is going to be amazing. I'm talk- Here's what I'm talking about, Jeff. Mm. I've been telling you this for a long this time. This is your prediction. This, this is what I dream about at night, Jeffrey. <laughs> Luke is so strong with the Force (laughs) that he goes hands-free with his lightsaber. Maybe he's even got two of them. You know, I'm picturing... Wait, what do you mean hands-free? All right, Jeff. So you know that there's there's this casino that's supposed to be in the movie, right? You knew this part. This is not a spoiler for you. We saw this in the magazine. It was in Vanity Fair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a casino. That's that's known. Canto Bite is the name of this place. Uh, I'm thinking Luke rolls up in there at some point in the movie. And... uh, course things are going to go down right so there's going to be a fight scene there's going to be whatever and i'm thinking luke's rolling in there his lightsaber is not even in his hand he's controlling it like a puppet with strings and it's just flipping through the air doing oh, whatever please, he needs oh, it to please, do no That's, no another, another prediction jeff no. i guarantee <laughs> it not i guarantee that is not luke will go hands-free with the lightsaber at some point in the last jedi did i just blow out the sound again probably probably <laughs> let's just check it real quick no, not too much. Not, not too as much. bad as you would think. All right, so here's my thing. Hands-free. I think that instead, Luke is going to display the Force similar to Obi-Wan. He's going to he's gonna be in reserve, but, he's, <laughs> but it's going to be reserved. But any time he shows it, it's going to be so over the top, you're going to be like, oh, wow, I can't believe this dude just did this. So you think it's going to be, okay. So like, like Hitchcock style. If you go back, it's been broken down. If you watch like most Alfred Hitchcock movies. Yeah. There are very, very few scenes of actual violence. Right. There's like two per But movie. then in those scenes, they're so... Intense. Intense. Yeah. That it's like, okay, he he is the baddest mofo up in this piece. <laughs> right? Like, that's... That is like, you know, there is going to be a moment like Can that. Can we call him a lofo? Lofo. The baddest lofo in, in the place. All right, so here's... Well, he, well he's definitely going to be that. Yeah. It's just how he, how he goes about my it. my prediction yeah. is that it ramps up. He doesn't die in the Last Jedi. I hope not, man. And that instead, I need, I need more. I need more Luke in my his life. His force usage ramps up in that in number number nine. Yep, it's full on baller. I hope you're right. Like Jeffrey. two, like straight up two chains. I like, hope you're <laughs> all the way, man. Oh, and well, in the last episode that you didn't listen to, man, well, I won't get into that. You don't want to know. Next rando. Because the hands go up and they stay down. Definitely right. hands-free with the lightsaber, buddy. Right, we'll At least see. something. We'll see. We'll At see. least something. Dude, it's in the video games even. Come on. <laughs> force Unleash. Your lightsaber is off and running, and you're still here. And now he can just force push other people and then get it back like a boomerang. I'm telling you, man, all it's right. going to happen. All right. All right. Next rando. I uh, just wanted to give a quick update on the Poe Dameron comic series. Yep, nothing happened. Nothing happened in there. All right. Nothing Moving going on, on there. <laughs> nothing going on ever in that comic. <laughs> 
The most diluted blue milk in the galaxy. Hands-free lightsaber usage. All right, go ahead. This one goes out to uh, all of my relatives out in Pennsylvania. The who whole family. Yeah, so we've been talking about them piecemeal. All but, right. you know, as a family. Philly. You know, Jeff, I've told you. No, not Philly. Pittsburgh. Steeler fans. Ooh. I was in Steeler country. Ooh. So I don't want to say a lot of negative things about Uh-oh. Steelers anymore in this podcast. You know, my hope is that, uh, you know, maybe I can get them to listen to this one. But, you know, last year when I was there, we all made predictions about what was going to happen when the Steelers faced the Patriots in the regular season. Uh-oh. And uh, they all made their prediction mm-hmm. that the Steelers would win. Speaking of bad predictions, <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey, you said uh, this goes back about two years now. Uh-oh. <laughs> call me out. Call me out. I love the bravado, Jeff. I love the bravado. Nah, never change. That after the success of episode seven, The Force Awakens. Now, Jeff made this before the movie came out. I did. He said did. It's the movies. So you were right. Very successful. Yeah. Boatload of money. After the success of episode seven, they would green light all the way through episode 12. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But we still don't know if that's not true. <laughs> well, no. We know, it's tr- we know it's not true because they haven't done it yet. Your your prediction was, but my 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 prediction is conditional, <laughs> right? Because here's the thing: until episode eight comes out, my prediction is still on. No, it's not. Yep. No, because if they, if they say it in between your point any, t- was, any point before episode eight hits the press, then I I could still be right. Okay, so even that won't happen, but. <laughs> Your original point was that episode seven was going to be so successful that immediately they would just be like, all right, that's it. Twelve movies. <laughs> Not twelve. Three more. Three more. Right. Twelve yeah, yeah. total. We okay. want twelve total. Uh, right. I hope right. they do. I wish they would, Jeff. Hey, you know who I want you in a Star Wars right. movie? I, I guarantee that there's internal documentation that goes up to twelve. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Dude, they didn't even know what was going to happen in 8. J.J. Abrams didn't even know. We discussed this. <laughs> okay, that, right, that was got, a damper on it. <laughs> but I do. I have a sub-rando. All right, here we go. Uh, uh, Allie and I had discussed a while ago on the podcast. You know, I said, who, who would you want to see headline a new Star Wars trilogy? All so right. 10 through 12. All right. And Allie made an excellent point, which is no one that you know of right now. <laughs> Because, right? Okay. Because they're usually unknown <laughs> yeah, actors. Yeah. And then you're just like, wow, how did I live without Ray in my life? You know? Uh, Allie doesn't feel that way, though. Yeah, but I anyway, that. But, you <laughs> um, but right. there is also usually an established veteran, well-known actor or actress presence. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> That's who I want to see. Really? Yes. I want to see him as a grizzled old Jedi. I don't know where he would come from. I don't know why. Like, well, even let's say they wait thirty years, yeah, yeah. which I don't think they will. Uh, let's say twenty, even right mm-hmm. from episode nine until they make episode ten and eleven and twelve. Well, I I can already make a prediction. I'll tell you who won't be in ten to, to ten through twelve. Oh, Chewie. <laughs> oh, he's not going to be there. Jeff, why do you got to do that? He's not going to be in ten through twelve. Jeff, I had just guarantee. I had just gotten into a good mood, <laughs> and then you go and kill off Chewie. Sorry, man. <laughs> It's going to happen. Speaking again of bad predictions, oh, I predicted. Now, we had a guest on here about two, again, about uh, a little less than two oh, years yeah, ago. this was definitely done. Fall of the year that uh, The Forest Awakens came out. We had our friend Britt on mm-hmm. the show. She was mm-hmm. great. And I predicted that by the time she came back, we'd have 400,000 followers. So we won't be seeing Britt for a while. <laughs> last rando. Uh, this one, uh, we teased a couple of episodes back that we were going to have something called The Fail Bag because you listeners have not been good about sending us mail 
Uh-oh. So uh, what we decided was uh, we're either going to read the mail that you submit to us, the questions that you submit, nice. or we're going to make them up. Yeah. So this one's made up. I mean, it's probably re- – you don't know. It could be made up. It could be real. could be real. Uh, Jeff, this one comes from Brett P. in Massachusetts. If you could open <laughs> a restaurant <laughs> – <laughs> All right, go ahead. If, if you could open a restaurant on any planet in the Star Wars universe, what would it be? What would you sell? Well, first of all, great question, listener. Yeah, and man. I just want to say I appreciate the fact that you took the time to think of that question to send to us. Shout out that to him. That shows that we are actually making an impact on your life. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Without a doubt, that person has been deeply affected by this podcast. You're far too kind. So, let's see. The question is... If I could open a restaurant in any place, any planet. Any planet. In the Star Wars universe. Yeah, I mean, you think about the theming of it, the right. name of the restaurant, what type of what cuisine. What would be and what would you say? All right. So. If, oh, Jeffrey's got if notes. If Brett knows me. Yeah. At all. Yeah. He knows that I'm a fan of the barbecue. <laughs> so. Wait, is this place on Tatooine? No. Okay. All right, I, I thought about it, but it doesn't really work because... The cuisine that I'm going for, mm-hmm. um, you can't really appreciate if there's a whole bunch of sand in it. Okay. So, <laughs> how many cuisines can place, you? <laughs> <laughs> so it has to be a place where, where it's you know calm, serene, but has the opportunity for spice. Oh. So. Oh, in, are in you opening sense, a diner in a spice mine, Jeffrey? It's a possibility. <laughs> nope. So I actually chose the planet of Rishi. Okay. Now Rishi is in the outer rim territory. It's a uh, planet that is very close by to the clone home planet of Camino. Oh, okay. All right. So um, it's a considered a smuggler haven. Okay. A very hot spot. Mm-hmm. It's tropical uh-huh. and has great weather. All right. It's probably 95, you know, between 75 and 95 okay. every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So the place I'm going to actually open there. It's called the West Rishi Ribs, and we're going to be serving. Uh, That's a mouthful, Jeff. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the West Rishi Ribs. When you say it, it sounds good. <laughs> so, West Rishi Ribs. It's probably just Rishi Ribs, okay. but you know, yeah, yeah. West Rishi Ribs. Okay. So, uh, we serve a cuisine uh, of mainly ribs, <laughs> uh, but all forms of barbecue. But ribs that from c- what? Ah, that is the oh, question. Okay, sorry. So it comes from uh, the uh, native wildlife of Rishi called the Groffet. Now, the Groffet is like almost a two-story size large boar or oh, pig. Nice. And this thing is huge, but it's spicy. Uh-huh. The main menu item would be Groffet, but I'd also have different sides, you know, mashed Rishi fruit, mm-hmm. um, Call it Rishi Greens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some some flubber butter, you know, from some of the uh, uh, local Tonatran wildlife as well. So, you know, <laughs> it, I'm, I'm, I have a few different cuisines that I'd like to serve at the restaurant, but mainly it's a ribs place. Yeah. West Rishi Ribs. And for the smuggler on the run, yeah. we have to go plates. <laughs> so, hey, it works, man. Is there a Zagat in the Star Wars universe? I'm thinking there is. <laughs> this has got to be. This has yeah. got to be. Jeff, that was an extremely well thought out, thoroughly researched answer. Yes, it was. And just think, had a user not submitted that question, we never would have got to experience that. Thanks a lot, walkers. All right, that's Lando's Randos. This is Brett. This is Jeff. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars. In the Skywalk. On the Skywalk.